I tried to think of the most harmless thing, something I loved from my childhood, something that could never, ever possibly destroy us. Mr. Stapoff. Hello and welcome to episode 62 of Hundred Call of MS. Oh my God, yes, we keep running, we keep doing these episodes, we know nobody's listening, so why are we doing this? <laughs> We enjoy doing it. Just get out there, put the word out, tell people about us, get us some more listeners so we can get some actual listener questions going here. Get some other Facebook events and stuff like that going. But rate us, review us, pass the word on, tell your friends about us. Do what you can. Uh I just want to say I wanted to get on yesterday, but I didn't do a, 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 a separate episode yesterday because I was too busy doing things, and I didn't get to it, and I just want to say a happy belated birthday to our veterans out there, uh, the wonderful men and women that have held strong in our armed forces and take care of us, and you may see some veterans wandering around or some that are having rough times. Just don't judge them for what they're doing. Judge them for what they did. They did a lot for you. And they may be going through hard times, many of them right now, maybe on the streets, maybe having family issues, household issues or whatever. Support them. Appreciate them for what they did. Do what you can to help them out. Don't grade them. Don't come down on them. Don't judge them because you have no idea what they've been through and what they've seen. So, a lot of good men and women are struggling through times after they've gotten back to the home homeland. But happy belated birthday to the wonderful veterans out there. Uh, today, I've got a variety of comics that I'm just going to throw out there. But I did get a hold of the original Marvel Zombies, Marvel Tales, issue one. Just basically trade paperback, back form of a few of the zombie magazine marvel zombies that i've talked about in the past and this looks like it's based off uh marvel zombies one and ultimate fantastic four 21 to 23 yeah this storyline i pretty much talked about most of this before this is all with the superheroes the marvel superheroes just all zombified attacking everybody uh and then I also got the third issue of Marvel Zombies Resurrection. This one I can read you to get you up to date on. It's part three of four, so there's one more issue left to finish this one off. Yeah, years ago, the Galactus Hive, the zombified corpse of Galactus. 
felt the earth, bringing with it infected heroes and the virus that spread to the general population. Peter Parker, a.k.a. Spider-Man, Valeria Richards, and Franklin Richards are on its trail. Richards hoping to cure their infected parents and Peter just trying to keep them alive. Now they've traced the cosmic radiation of the hive to the deep sea kingdom of Atlantis. Basically, you got the Richards find, found Peter and the kids. They, his mom fights Franklin. Uh, Peter grabs the kids and gets the heck out of there. And tries to get them protect, protected and away from everything. You got Blade and the gang fighting off the zombies that just all of a sudden appeared in an area that they thought they were safe from. Uh, Peter's big sentinel mother gets attacked and damaged. Uh, they take off, like it says, to Atlantis. They find some other things. I can't really ruin it. Don't want to ruin it. But you'll, they find a character that the zombies are feeding off it and working off of doing things to. Uh, they try to find help elsewhere and stuff. And it's still a great storyline. I really like. I really like the way this one went. Uh, it was a nice little mix-up compared to a lot of the other ones. Just focused on the whole Galactus hive, and you basically they focused on the zombies' appetite, and they're just destroying everything, which is understandable. But especially if they have superhero abilities, which most of the zombification takes a lot of that away from them, but they're still very powerful and. Wiping out basically the complete planets within no time at all. They're basically devouring the planets. You got an insatiable hunger, and they say the zombies feel it's the new way, the new life. That makes no sense because if you're going to have an insatiable hunger like that and you're just going to constantly devour everything, you're going to run out of every, all your sustenance within a very limited time. and don't know how many plants they're going to find to keep constantly bouncing around and finding new stuff to feed off of. But that part of it, they need to be basically wiped out, but it's still a fun story to watch. I and mean, like all the other Marvel Zombies, pretty much, in my opinion, I could be wrong, is the one that started this whole event type thing. And then DC, of course, had to follow it. DC's. Uh, Chaos and them doing their versions. Vampirella and all them, they're doing all theirs. Chastity and the gang, they're all doing the whole zombification stories. There's a few of them out there now. Marvel Zombies, I feel like there's the best, but I haven't really read any of the deceased. And I'm just starting to get into the chaos versions. So, just have to see what they come up with on the road.
Now for some fun. I picked up the Ghostbusters Funko Universe one shot. It's basically the Ghostbuster characters all Funko'd up. And there's a couple. Well, four overall warrior style ghost from the ancient days and they are trying to combine or get each other to work together and they're fighting over the power and arguing over whether or not they should join forces and they finally get the first two to join forces and then they hunt for the other two and you find variety of other issues are going on during this event but uh once they do all well, i shouldn't really say whether they do or not but gang keeps fighting i'm trying to take them out and of course the gang as usual the ghostbusters just can't work together when they're supposed to so things get mixed up and has extra issues that they're going to have to fix later on. This is a fun one. And of course, you got the little Funko Pop Ghostbusters sitting on the. Like the Empire State Building edge of it. Or, I'm not sure if that is the Empire State Building because it's not quite that tall looking. But they're on the edge of a building just sitting there as the Funko Stay Puff Marshmallow. Man's walking down the street. I grab it for the cover alone, but yeah, that was a fun story and kind of like Ghostbusters meets Big Trouble in Little China. It's kind of that type of mix-up, in my opinion. Check those out. Those are fun. They have lots of other fun co-pop ones that. I haven't seen out there yet, but they have some advertising in here in the back for like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Funko Pop issue, uh, X-Files Funko Pop run, or I'm guessing these are all probably one shots. They even got like Strawberry Shortcake, Judge Dredd stuff. But but yeah, Funko Pops, always fun, family-friendly. And then when I was at the shop, I had a decent stack of stuff I ordered, I bought, but only had two regular comics. The rest was all like dollar comics and stuff. Well, how many of the free comics did I get? That I could pick four of them. So I grabbed the, as we know this year, you can get, Free comic book day is all year long, which is awesome. I mean, personally, they should just do this every year because there's so many free comics I want, but I never see them. And you got to go to the really big comic shops just to find certain ones. So this is a nice way to get a lot more of them throughout the year. The first one is uh, the Bloodshot with the Vin Diesel cover. And it's got a nice introduction to Bloodshot, but it's very limited. And it's only a few pages long, which really bummed me out because this is the one that I was most excited to check out because I haven't got the 
this run of Bloodshot Comics yet. And I'm kind of curious how they how they're doing it. And they give a very limited introduction to bum me up. And then all of a sudden it goes to Exo Man of War, which I didn't even notice down in the corner. It says featuring Exo Man of War. And this takes up three quarters of the book of the comic. And I mean, granted, it's a nice story if you're into Exo Man War. It's a character I never really cared for. This is nice. It gives you his origin story, his childhood, and all that. And while he's getting these flashbacks, going back to his childhood, he's out out in outer space, dealing with some cosmic trash and searching for something. You just don't... You get his childhood, you get where he's at now, but you don't really get an explanation of why or what caused him to become who he is. So... If you're into that, check it out. But I'm got it mainly for the bloodshot. I'll, I definitely want to at least start the bloodshot run and see how it goes. And I'm looking forward to seeing the movie <clears throat> or series, whatever they're doing with Vin Diesel. I think it's a movie. But, and then next one was Legend of Zelda, Twilight Princess. This was enjoyable, but it's manga version. So you're doing a whole backwards. You're reading from back to front, right to left. So you got to read that out again. And it's a nice little layout of where Link is, what he's doing, and all that. And then it follows up with us. Second half of the comic is a Splatoon comic, which fun little game to play. As far as writing a story about it, I don't think it, it needs to be done. I mean, it's They did it a fun way and stuff with the kids, with these super-powered weapons and stuff that they have. And, but you're basically writing a story about Characters fighting over space that they can cover with paint. <laughs> it's like, uh, there again, uh, the cover story is Legend of Zelda one I'm interested in. Secondary story, Splatoon, not that, not really interested in it myself. But if you're into that game and you're into the more child, child battle paint battle type thing or something like that, a paintball style story. It's for you, but yeah, not for me. And the next one was Street Fighter One number 100, Ryu versus Kung Lee. Kung Lee, my favorite character that I used to play all the time when I I'd play Street Fighter. Back in the day, yeah, it's longer kick abilities and stuff. Fast to work with, but uh, it was a nice story. 
get some of the characters from Street Fighters mixing in here. There's a whole party going on. Only he's invited to, and she gets there and ends up being tons of fighters. Fighters are there just jamming out, rocking out, having a good old party. And of course, some action ensues later on. Some characters get a little attitude ish and get into a fight and all that. You get to see the characters in there. Fighting forms. That's fun. It's a good story. This one's nice because it goes throughout the comics, so you get actual complete story here out of like like a complete comic book. And they got lots of nice artwork in the back that you can check out and they talk about. But, but yeah, that was. Nice, because it was basically number 100. A Street Fighter just laid out all in one issue for a free comic. Just a pretty good deal. Can't go wrong there. And then this next one I grabbed, because it had Mace Throw on the number one on the back, that new Hulk uh, run that they're doing, which gives the origin of the Hulk's greatest foe, Maestro, which I've never heard of before but i also haven't read that many hulk comics so this ends up i'm like okay this is another backward one it's manga because it's got maestro on the back and you flip it over and it's just a bunch of different random covers on it and it says previously in marvel comics and you open it up and you got previously in the amazing spider-man previously in the avengers previously in black cat every page has another previously which is awesome because it gives you a review of what's going on with all these different comics and you can check them out and you got everything from spider-man guardians galaxy captain marvel black cat x-men venom spider-woman strange academy marauders and there's a good variety of stuff in here but it's just single pages it's getting you caught up on what's going on yeah that's the comics for this week Quite a few, but yeah, not too much to talk about any individual ones. So I figured throw those all in there and get those gone through. And then, as far as MS goes, I figured we'd talk about the day, a day in the life of an MSer. Basically, a day in the life of my shoes. What I go through. I can't speak for other MSers, but I can speak about what I go through. I don't know if I really mentioned it or not, but last year my dad passed away and my wife and I moved into the basement of the house to help take care of mom. So she wouldn't be sitting in a big old house all alone. She'd have someone to help out with all her, anything we could. And with her having dementias and stuff, it's just easier on her and for the family to know that someone's around to make sure nothing happens. And with being in the basement, bathrooms up a, up a flight of stairs. So basically from midnight on, I got about two to eight times a night. I got to go to the bathroom 
like I've mentioned before too, with my body pains, it's basically the only way I can really explain it is if someone took a baseball bat and bruised every single cell of your body, every movement you make, all you feel is all that bruised, beaten pain, everything you do. So it's like sitting up hurts. And then I sit on the edge of the bed. I think about it for a while because I know how painful it's going to be to stand. And then my legs don't want to work, so I got to see if I can even walk forward. So struggle to get up and then grab my cane and just have to. It's like I got to stand in one position for a little bit just to get, like, blood flow in certain areas or whatever and gradually straighten my legs because otherwise if I just stand up and step, I'm going to be laying face down on the ground because my legs are just going to give go out on me or whatever. So every time I have to go to the bathroom, I got to deal with that. And then I got to work my way with my cane basically about 40 feet and then go up a flight of stairs, which I go with my hands on the stairs and climb up it. And say every part of your shoulders, your arms, everything, your legs, it's just tons of pain. And then half the time I got cramping going on in my toes, my ankles, my feet, my calves, my thighs, my knees, hip. And they all have random cramps happening during this whole thing. And then as you're trying to walk up the stairs, your hands on the stairs, you're legs are cramping as you lift them and then you're trying to straighten them and sometimes you're going to stand up and I know one of these times I'm going to fall backwards down the stairs it's bound to happen but thankfully it hasn't happened yet I've face planted a couple of times but then do that struggle to get back to bed all that and of course after time with going to the bathroom I could have to go really bad and be standing there for 5, 10, 15 minutes trying to get it started or barely make it up to the bathroom without starting before I even get there. And it's kind of hard to control because I'm 24-7. My body is numb and asleep from my forearms to my fingertips and from my ribs to my toes. So you don't have, you're not able to feel the ball feelings. Plus, you can't control the ball, and you're on all kinds of, they're not ball bladder, uh, all kinds of bladder medications and stuff for it. It's just, it's nasty and annoying. But uh, then you finish off the night, and then wake up, and you basically hit that, that one time going in the bathroom where you're like, screw this, I'm done. I'm going to struggle going back downstairs and I just well stay up or, you know, you're just going to stay up there. So you grab your, grab some clothes and just stay up, up once you go to the bathrooms. I used to sleep till 11 in the morning or so. And now I'm lucky if I sleep past 738. Uh, and that's with going to bed around two, one, two, three in the morning. So, and the CPAP's working all right. It's not really helping with energy or anything like that. I am getting at least five hours on the CPAP a night usually. 
uh, last night I had, I got hit with a sore throat because the weather dropped 20, 25 degrees in one day here in wonderful Wisconsin where the weather can change any time. And I had a sore throat, so it was messing with me with the CPAP and my nose, one nostril clogged up, so I just pulled it off, couldn't take it, deal with it anymore. And just sucked on a cough drop to try and get rid of that. But, uh, yeah, and then once I'm up, I'll have a cup, cup of coffee or two while I'm groaning in pain, just trying to get my body motivated to get some movement going and all that. And then I'll take, I mean, I take a dozen different pills throughout the day. But in the morning, I'll take my new pain medication, which gives me about four, four to six hours of extra mobility with less pain throughout the day. I, uh, my knees are destroyed, which I've mentioned in the past. So that doesn't help with the pain, but then I'll, depending on how much pain I'm in that day, I'll, I have ointments that I put in my legs, my knees, a separate ointment that's made for my feet. Next week, I think it is, I get to go, and I think it's next Monday, I get to go to my foot doctor get that looked at we had the x-rays done and show the crookedness of my foot and all that shit going out that all the pads and everything in my feet are just fully blown out why they feel like i'm walking on constantly walking on basically a bunch of small flat rocks that randomly just turn into little points and peaks as every now and then you're getting stabbed and plus you got the numbness and then you got the tingling and half the time they feel like they're on fire and burning uh throughout the day got many types of stabbing electric electrocuting uh getting flesh ripping uh, eye pains you got constantly tipping, lightheaded, dizzy, uh, just can't walk for shit anymore. I'm lucky if I get, I can stand for 10 minutes without being in so much pain, I just want to collapse. But you struggle through it when you're out and about, and it's like if I have to go out in the afternoon, I'm pretty much done by 4 o'clock. I'll finish out the day, feed the wife and ma make them dinner and stuff like that and then i'm pretty much done after that rest of the night if i do have to go somewhere or anything i'll double or triple up on pain medication around four four o'clock just to make it through the rest of the night as long as i can we have to go somewhere and stuff it's like half a time by the time I get from the car to the door, I'm done. But I force my way through it and then struggle once I get home. It's much easier just to throw a blanket over your head, curl up under it, and just suffer the pain out that way than 
letting people out in the open see your pain because they don't understand the difference between pain and neurological pain. A huge, huge difference. Uh, I've done amateur boxing. I've done random, many different jobs and stuff that required a lot of physical effort and fatigue and work. Uh, I just, I've been through tons of issues with pains and fatigue and all that stuff. It's nothing, nothing at all like what we go through with, well, at least what I go through with my MS and stuff. And I struggle through that throughout the day. And then at night, you're basically sitting around wishing you could go to bed. You can't sleep. You go to bed. You're just laying there. Your mind won't shut down. Your body just, and you're constantly flipping and flopping. It's just no fun at all. But just take all the medications you can, suffer through it, hide what you can so people don't have to comment on your invisible disease and just make it even worse because then you're just frustrated, angry, and then that just sets off more issues with our body pains and stuff, and that's not good. But the good thing is, the way it looks, they did call me on that 12-week workout video trial thing so i'm hoping i get accepted for that i'll know within the next two weeks and like i said my next appointment i believe is my foot doctor but uh yeah i'm running out of time so i guess i'm gonna have to cut the thoughts out short and we will talk to you again soon be good day be good to each other take care